Hello, and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. Uh, I am Shannon, and I am <laughs> one of your hosts on this journey today. I was trying to change up Who the intro. I? I was trying to change up the intro. Today on Ask Me About it. K-Pop, an existential crisis. <laughs> I'm Shannon. I think I am. Anyway. My co-host is my best friend, and her name's Angelica. How are you, Angelica? I am okay. Mm. I'm honestly feeling, like, mm, weirdly delirious as a result of the research for this particular episode. Yes, my I feel Lord. Like, I feel like the ground underneath me has gone wibbly. Yeah. Because it is crazy to me how crazy people can be yeah this is an today's episode is an episode that like has been on the short list like Mm -hmm. since the inception of the podcast but we've been putting it off because like yeah i don't want to talk about this this stuff this is a key vocabulary word like we don't really do vocabulary words because we are kind of past it but we've been putting this one off for so long yeah so we're gonna talk about sassing fans today um when you romanize that, it is S-A-S-A-E-N-G. And if you Google Sasang fan with that spelling, like you will find tons of stories about it. What is a Sasang fan? Well, a Sasang fan is an over over obsessive fan mm-hmm. of an idol or other public figure that engages in stalking or other in privacy invading behavior. Yes. The term comes from the Korean words sa meaning private and tang meaning life. So it's referring to anyone who is intruding on the private life right. of another person. Mm-hmm. Um on and so sasangs are just like crazy stalker fans is yeah. the simplest simplest terms stalker fans. But also we're going to have to talk about anti fans. Mm-hmm. And these, I feel like, are just the other side of the Sasang coin. These are people who claim to hate the idols right. they are obsessed with, but the behavior of both of these groups is exactly the same. Yes. So, like, Sasang fans and anti fans, they do the same shit. Like, it's the same stalker behavior, but one of them claims to do it out of love and the other claims to do it out of hate. And it's a really weird – it's just a weird happening. Like the fact that it exists at all is odd. Like I kind of understand the stalker out of love more than the stalker out of hate if only because it's like why would you dedicate this much energy toward a person that you claim to hate? Aren't there like poems about how like hate is a stronger emotion than love or they're equal or so? Like I don't know. I mean there's an entire manga and movie about anti-fans. Like it's called I Married an Anti-Fan and the movie it stars Chanyeol. It's not a good movie. I love that movie. Um, I will say that I think the worst part about it are the subs. I was about to say, like, I think the movie itself probably does a really good good job of capturing the comic book style of the manga. Like, it does seem very comic booky. I the the construction of the female's character is weak. Yes. Because, like, the reason that she hates Chanyeol's character is kind of, like, wishy-washy. And it, it goes away so quickly. Yeah. But the subs themselves, like, it's a Chinese movie, so it's made in Mandarin. And, like, the subs that are available are just really subpar. Yeah. 
Pun intended. Pun intended. Um, but they're just really bad subs. Like I suffered through them because I love Chanyol, but yeah. uh, you like get maybe like a seventy percent understanding of. What I was the looking about. at the. <laughs> I was looking at the reviews on my Drama Fever app, like mine, like the other day, and a lot of them are about like these subtitles are very very bad. That's all it is, because like like characters will speak for like three minutes, and literally a three word subtitle goes yeah. with it, and so it's you're like, just like in in. And yeah, and it's like and poor like, syntax and it's missing a word and you're just like, I'm going to assume that she's mad at him for something. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Anti-fans. <laughs> there are uh, there are anti-fans who sometimes go far enough as to like also create fandom names for themselves. Mm-hmm. The only one that I could so find weird. for sure, a lot of them were like rumored or people use them on Twitter, but for sure – Twice has so many anti-fans that they call themselves thrice. Because the actual fans are once. Right. And twice and thrice are the other side. Is it because they're girls and people just so easily hate women? Is that why they have like an actual? Probably. I I don't. And I also. I'm not a fan of twice and I don't get the twice hatred. Yeah. Like I do. Because there are people who are fans of twice that. Hate with a fiery passion certain members of yes, Twice. Yes, that was what I was going to say. The That's other so thing fucking about weird, like Twice has a crazy amount of solo stands in a way that I've like never seen before. Like if you watch videos of like Twice fan signs, like there are people literally heckling the other girls the whole time. It's like so I don't weird. know how anyone copes with how you would cope with that. I don't. Yeah, maybe I mean, it's just dudes like being yeah, maybe toxic it and is fucking because, everything up. Maybe it is because like their fan base is largely male. That that's something like you don't really see in boy groups where like because like there are not people. There are people who are like OT eight stands or whatever for EXO, but like. There aren't people that actively hate Lay or something. You know what I mean? I mean like probably, but not in the but not, not in, in the, the same way. way. Yeah, the you know? twice like, thing. It's so apparent. Yeah, the, you would never see at like a seventeen fan sign. You would never see one of the members being booed. Yes, but it's like a regular occurrence at yeah, twice. It's, it's really very strange. Weird. Okay, so we're just gonna talk about some examples of, like, fucked up crazy things that these crazy people have done Mm -hmm. just so that we can all be aware of this world that we live in and just to check our – maybe everyone to just check themselves and to always think about, like, hey, these are human beings. Yes, always remember, like (laughs) – I mean, here in Western culture, too, like, there's so many instances in which, like, celebrities' privacy is totally violated. Like, no matter where you live in the world and who your celebrities are, like, it's always important to remember that they are human beings. <laughs> yes. Um, but I did want to ask you, I have, I read an article that sort of theorized as to, like, why Sasang fans exist in Korea in a way that is slightly different from the way they exist in other countries. Do you want to talk about that before we talk about specific examples? Oh, yeah, or totally. After? Let's just go, let's go into that. Because okay. what, what, my guess is that it's the country is small and you can get to people easy. That is a huge reason <laughs> for it. Like, and this is obviously just sort of theories. Like, there's no concrete explanation for why these fans exist. Um, but, like, Part of it has to do with the fact of access itself. Mm -hmm. But before you even get to access, you have to consider something that we've talked about before in this podcast, which is the fan culture of K-pop. It's very different from Western music and in the sense that the accessibility to 
the idols is marketed in a really different way. Like yeah. they're marketed as being there for the fans. Yeah. And they're meant to seem friendly and accessible. Like that's why you have things like fan meets and fan signs and high touches. Like these opportunities for the fans to literally face to face have an individual meeting with the members that they want to meet. And so that kind of feeds this idea of ownership of an idol from the perspective of the fans, right? Like they are doing everything for you. It's like when we talked about our dating scandal app and how like Taeyeon and Baekhyun would like post things on their Instagram and fans got pissed because it was like, well, that Instagram is supposed to be for the fans. It's not your personal account, right? right? So Sassing's like kind of come out of that idea that like you own this fan but or this idol but I also read that usually and this might be a big distinction between sassing and anti-fans is that sassings because they do what they do supposedly out of love they are oftentimes the biggest financial supporters of that group yes they buy things in bulk and they go to all of the events and they sometimes just make sizable donations mm-hmm. in like the name of that group or whatever like to the company and so it's really difficult or at least companies have difficulty cracking down on the actions yes. of these Sasang fans because they know that that's where a lot of the money comes from. That was a thing that I did not that I one of the things I forgot to bring up in our yelling about cube extravaganza was that like that was a thing that people kept bringing up like well some of these people who are pissed about Edon have bought 65 albums or whatever so like you have to do what they say and I like said in a text to, or in a message to one of our listeners on Instagram like if the whole industry is propped up on weirdos buying 75 albums then it deserves to fucking fail like Agreed. I love Agreed. K-pop you know that I do but like seriously if the whole thing is only staying afloat because of like crazies buying too many CDs then like ugh, maybe we need to rethink it all like, yeah I, I mean A, yes, I agree. If that is the truth, then that truth is flawed and we need to fix it. But B, it can't be the only way these people are making money. Like, the international fan base of K-pop is too big now for companies to continue to be swayed to these fucking lunatics. Just like a lunatic who spends a couple, like... irresponsible business practices to allow one crazy and often dangerous stalker to tell you how to treat your idols and the people who are literally making your money. Yeah. Like, you cannot put the consumer above the for lack of better words, product. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can, these are, the idols are the ones that are making the product that you're selling. So you need to focus and protect their interests before you protect the interests of the buyer. Ugh, totally. Ugh, all of this is going to yeah. make us hella mad. So, another, so <laughs> as, anyway, that kind of got us off, sidetracked a little bit because we're talking about, like, why do these fans yes. exist? Like, how do this, how does this happen? So there's this idea of ownership over them. And as you mentioned at the very beginning of this, Korea is so small. Yeah. Right? So, like. You can get across the whole thing in two and a half hours. Exactly. On a train. It's crazy. Yeah. So, like, to <laughs> literally get to your bias or your idol is usually a fairly cheap bus or train yeah. ticket away. So it's, like, really easy to find them. It's also, like, the idol's unlike here in the U.S., like, they don't live in these, like, gated, separated mansions, like, gated, secure mm-hmm. communities. They literally live in normal apartment, apartment buildings, buildings with that other have, people. like, 
200 other residents in it. So it's just a matter of finding out where they live and then entering the building. It's yeah. not like they have extra security guards. Like, yeah. if you've seen no, There's dramas, no Hollywood Hills. Yeah, no, no, no. no. There's no, like, Beverly Hills, like, security guard at the gate. That doesn't exist. Um, like, if you've seen dramas and you know that a lot of the apartments, they just have, like, an access code on the door. But it's literally, like, if you know what building they live in, you could just camp out there. And mm-hmm. people do. Um, but... Um, also, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just uh, – and an example of this that I saw come up in a couple of articles, and so I thought I would mention it because I always have to bring up Reply 1997 if it is applicable, and today it is because they actually, like – they were slightly criticized, but also people thought it was kind of funny, mixed feelings about the way that they portrayed Sasang behavior mm. because Yoonji's character arguably is one. Yeah. And there is a, an episode in particular where she gets in a huge fight with her dad and she gets on a bus to Seoul and she camps outside of Tony's house. And they had Tony from HOT play himself. But basically in the end, after her like sleeping outside of his door, he like comes out and he, like, she cries and he, like, gives her a hat and, like, a bus ticket and, like, tells her to, like, get away. But he's, like, generally kind of nice to her. Anyway, so it's just, like, people – it's kind of weird because, yeah, like – it sort of pert- walks the line of, like, excusing that behavior. Because she's our main character and we, like, love her. Yeah. And, like, Tony is frustrated but, like, he's not going to, like, let this teen – and he's, like, go home, apologize to your dad. He, like, gets – you know, they, like yeah. – the but idol in, gets to have his moment in right. the sun but in 20 years life, later. <laughs> But in real life, it's like Tony doesn't need to – Tony is not responsible for this teenage girl's drama. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Or her feelings and she needs to get away from yeah, his yeah, house. Yeah, like she needs not to cute. not be near his house. But so that's one of the problems. It's like it's super easy to find out where they live. A lot of idols also own businesses. And yes. so it's really or easy their families to – Or do. their families own businesses. And because Korea is small, like if you go to this business – enough times the owners of the business they will recognize you and so like you can fairly easily make connections Mm -hmm. to this person's personal life and it's really easy to find out what their schedules are like the schedules of idols are super public so it's really easy to be like oh like tweet out so and so is here at this time and then boom hop on a train you're there yeah so it is like really easy to spread the news of where people are and like immediately get get there to Mm -hmm. harass and i think that's just like a really before we get into this like i feel like that's just like such an interesting uh, like dichotomy is that like these people don't exist like because there's access to it. They like exist because they're crazy mm-hmm. because like a thing that another thing I forgot to bring up in our yelling about cube episode is that I found out while doing research for that episode. Like it was confirmed for me that like plenty of Fiona and Edon's fans like n- knew a year ago. Like, because people had seen them together, but because they weren't fucking freaks, they didn't take pictures of it or put it on the internet or tell anyone. Mm -hmm. They were like, I'm a person and I respect their privacy. And like, I'm I'm a fan of Hannah and Queen didn't raise no bitch. And like, maybe I'm not going to blast her. And I'll put it in the group chat with my super closest Hannah fans. Mm -hmm. Like, hee hee, I saw them. And everyone goes, oh, how cute. And they move on with their lives. Yeah. Like, there are plenty of people who have tons of information about idols and they just like don't share it because they're normal. Yeah. So it's like not because they're accessible that any of this happens. It's because these people are crazy. I just True. Like, I don't want to like, like excuse <laughs> that, but it just kind of provides a little yeah, bit yeah, of yeah. context as to like 
why I think that there's a greater percentage of these sort of crazy fans in K-pop than there is like in the U.S., for yes. example. Like the concentration of stalker fans is greater yes. when we're talking about K-pop than when we're talking about other genres of music. Yeah. So much so, like here's a good transition into like some examples of how this shit goes down. Like it's such a thing that there are these things known as sasing taxis, which are like crooked taxi drivers that'll take like 300 bucks and they'll take you wherever you want at all hours of the night. They'll go on a chase. Like they're down because they're just like, I don't know. They're shady taxi drivers. It's And so, it's such a problem. They've caused so many accidents. It's so dangerous. Not only to the to the idols themselves, but to the people around them. Like there are multiple incidents in which a car accident has occurred because an idol was being chased by a Sasang fan or a group of Sasang fans and then other vehicles were involved. Like you're not the only ones on the road. Uh-huh. And it's like really crazy and um, I, I don't know if I'm like bringing this up too early. I don't know how anyway, to like. We could just like let's talk about the examples. So <laughs> okay. like one example that I have is a super junior. We can start with them. Sure. So Hichol and Litok. Yes. Is that how you say his name? Okay. They were uh when they were in I think it was Shanghai. Um, they were chased by a by Sasang fans in a car on their way to the airport, which caused a seven-car accident. It was like rear-end dominoes. So there weren't any major injuries in this, but seven cars were involved because one car of Sasang fans chose to follow these two idols to the airport. Um, Hijol left Twitter for a year afterward because he was just like – because he had previously been in another car accident, which we're not really going to get into the details of. But like he came out and was like this – the actions of these fans just brought up all of the trauma from my previous yeah, car yeah, accident. Yeah. So I'm out. Like I don't – I'm not talking to yeah. you guys anymore. Like I'm – please respect the fact that I'm going to live quietly for the next year. Right. Um yeah, I don't – I guess this goes without saying because I want to bring this up and I'm like, oh, is it too early to talk about how the idols just fucking lose their shit over this stuff? Like, no, because that's just going to keep coming up. Like, nobody handles this stuff, like, well. Like, there's no graceful way to, like, deal with people doing this to you. So I just want to bring it up just, like, for pure transparency because, like, I'm very biased and I love him dearly. But oh, Changmin. a very old video of Changmin was released very recently of – it's like CCTV footage of he's in a car and there's one of these Sasang taxis behind him and his car stops. So they have to stop and he stomps out of the car and he opens the back of the taxi and he yanks some crying fangirl out of the back seat and mm -hmm. just like shouts at her and shouts at the driver and like clearly like loses his mind. Yeah. Because I can't imagine what, like, dealing with that and shit is like. And I will say like. that before that particular, like, TV, we were talking a little bit about this before the episode started, that, like, TVXQ, perhaps because they just happen to have one of the larger fandoms, they have had some of the most incidents involving Sasang fans. Changmin has had his pinky broken by a fan. They've gotten into car accidents. Yeah. And... Yunho was fucking poisoned yes. by a fan before. So, like, Changmin seeing the Sasang taxi behind mm -hmm. him and, like, getting out and pulling and, like, giving them both a piece of their of his mind, I don't really blame him. Yeah, I know, like, he probably shouldn't have yanked her so violently out of the car or whatever, but, like, I just— But, like, his <laughs> health and well-being is at risk. 
it's yeah, it's like it's not cool to put your hands on people, but it's also really not cool to stalk people. And like, yeah, so <clears throat> we can I, I we can go into the details of you know being poisoned because I feel like you dropped that and we can't just like okay let well, that well, go. let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about um TVXQ in general because I have I took a picture of it because there's like so so many, many things incidents um. But in 2006, like this is one of the biggest one ever, uh, Yuna was poisoned. Um, an anti-fan handed him an orange juice that had super glue in it. She also gave him a letter that said, do you think that you have popularity? Do you think that you dance well? Don't be showing off. Don't think that you're good at it. I really, really, really want to kill you. Yuno didn't read the letter, but he drank the juice in one shot and he was hospitalized and needed a stomach pumping. He didn't fucking press charges and forgave the girl because she was the same age of his baby as his baby sister and he thought she's young she doesn't know anything which is fine be a saint you know if you must it's a good person but yikes yeah fucking yikes <laughs> like that's so crazy yeah it's so crazy let's just run down a few of yeah, these go ahead. okay so one fan made a copy of the key to their apartment Oh, nice. Someone, like I mentioned, followed Changmin and broke his pinky finger. Fro- they uh, froze their phone accounts, checked their call history on their cell phone by calling one by one everyone TVXQ had called to see if they were calling girls. Oh, my God. Uh, another fan looked for TVXQ's personal seal so that they could register marriage documents. Oh, no. They snuck lingerie into their suitcases. This one I thought was funny because it's just kind of mean. Um, They secretly ordered a bunch of pizza and chicken to TVXQ's apartment and forced them to pay for it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Snuck into their apartment and kissed them while they were (gasps) sleeping. Yes. Oh my god, I hate it. Saved I hate it, vials I hate it. of menstrual blood no. to give them as a present. No. Was a cause of their car accident. Oh Jesus. Found phone numbers of their family members and called them. Hit Changmin with a bag full of rocks. <gasps> bag full of rocks? That's yeah. horrible. Didn't look up the details of that one because I was Just too upset. Used their social security numbers to sign into various internet sites and tapped their phones. No! Whoa! So, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised Changmin pulled a bitch out of a taxi. Yeah, there's also videos of one of the bad members of JYJ and someone else, like, shoving Sassings and people were like, they shouldn't be putting their hands on people. But like, I feel like anyone would fucking snap from this. I have a story of JYJ as well. Yu Chun, yes, Sassing fans installed CCTV cameras into the parking lot of his home. Uh-huh. And there's footage that was released of it. It's super heartbreaking to watch. He's literally hiding behind walls and checking around corners before he walks into his no. own home. That's terrible. Horrible. Boo. I hate that. What kind of fucking lunatic installs cameras 
in someone's house. Lunatics. There, There's a lot of that. There's a lot of those. There's yeah. a lot of those. Uh, the same kind of people who, I don't know if this is jumping around too much, but I guess we're just listing terrible <laughs> shit. Uh, perhaps the same kind of people who would install microphones in Exo's hotel rooms and then release the audio files, yeah. which include files of them singing in the shower. Yeah. That's right. They put microphones in the bathrooms. Yeah. Why would you record? You probably recorded one of them taking a shit. I don't. Why? I don't know. I why? don't know. I don't know. I don't know why people like want and need these things so badly. It really freaks me out. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. What else? Did you hear any? What other stories do you have about EXO? I have a lot. Um, I the EXO story that I have is where is it? Um, in 2013, when they were in like the Philippines, uh, Sasangs had rented vans that mm-hmm. looked like the vans that they used and parked them in the like correct spot in the airport. And there had been like, there had already been some delays, like their visas were bad. So they were stuck at the airport a long time, which like allowed the crowds to really accumulate because they were there mm-hmm. a long time. And so they like, you know, had to fight through horrible fans at the airport to get to this van and Luhan got in the van and the manager noticed and yanked him out before anybody else could get in. But like someone was going to kidnap them. Yeah. They, the goal was to kidnap all of the members of EXO by getting them into the wrong van. That's crazy. Um, speaking of kidnapping, like this, this I hate because there's video of it and it is crazy. But in 2011 at a concert, someone tried to kidnap Taeyeon off the, off the stage. stage. Um, Girls' Generation was performing. It's so upsetting because it happens when they're in a diagonal. So every girl in front of her doesn't see it happen. Mm-hmm. They keep dancing. So it feels very bad because like they don't see it. But a guy just literally just walked on stage and grabbed her by the elbow and started yanking her off. Sonny noticed and starts fighting off the guy. And then comedian Oh Jung Tae, who was the like MC, also helped Sonny. And then security finally got the guy. It's so but, like, upsetting. He was going to take her. And then listen to this shit. He didn't get punished at all because the cop said he's still young. And it was taken into account that he has studies and academic responsibilities. After seeing that Taeyeon did not incur any serious in- injuries, SM Entertainment has decided not to take legal action. And the man is now pondering about his wrongful actions at home. That sounds a lot like the same bullshit they said about that swimmer that raped yeah, yeah, that woman yeah. behind the dumpster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His future is nice. Like, no sane person walks onto a stage and tries to take a celebrity. Like, fuck no, you. That's fucking crazy. Another story I read about Girls' Generation was that Jessica, uh, she noticed once when she got out of a taxi at her apartment that someone was following her. And when she sped up and, like, ran closer to her apartment, they sped up too. Oh, God. And she ran all the way into her apartment, got inside, and then heard them trying to break into her apartment. Fun. So it was a man that followed her all the way to her door. She did not press charges, which I think is our first mistake, ladies. I know. I feel like nobody... There was, like, not a lot of getting in trouble for stuff in this, which is really crazy. Um, I guess, like, I can bring that up now, but, uh, like, a lot of these stories that we're talking about are, like, kind of old. Like, oh, they happened 10 years ago. But, like, this stuff doesn't go away Mm -hmm. at all. Like, Mm -mm. with Wanna One, which is, like, a temporary boy group where they keep extending them because, like, they're too popular. Because they're so popular. They were only supposed to be together for a year, year. but I think it's been longer than that. Yeah. But they have had really serious sassing problems. I remember when they first, like, 
first debuted, they were um, going to get kicked out of the apartment building that they like yeah. dorm in because there were so many girls outside on the sidewalk and in the lobby at all times that the whole everyone else in the building petitioned to have them removed. They were yeah. like, "We live here." Yeah, because like we just said, like these <laughs> idols live in normal apartment buildings. Like they're just in the middle of Seoul. Like they just live in a regular building. Yeah, and so everybody else who lived in that building was like, "Excuse me, there's a crowd of girls outside. I can't get to my mailbox. Like get out." Yeah, but 101 fans have been they have been caught putting tracking devices on vans, uh take like breaking into like hotel rooms, staying filling up the hotels where they stay, like trying to get into rooms, filming themselves like with, like crazy stuff. Um and the inter- the company who does 101 Swings Entertainment has been criticized over and over by normal fans for like putting up with this because they put out strongly worded, hey guys, stop putting tracking devices on stuff. And everyone was like, if you cared, you would have all of these people thrown in jail. But like you said earlier, they're the people buying 50 albums so you can't prosecute them because I guess you need them, which is fucked up. Yeah. No, it's bullshit. Especially a group like 101 that like that Like, they are so popular. I'm sure you don't need this handful of crazies in order to continue their popularity. Like, how much money are you really going to lose? And, like, uh, is that the dollar amount that you're comfortable putting on your idols' heads? Because that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. So I have, like, a few – since we're talking about, like, breaking in – Right? Yeah. Let me just run down a few different stories of people breaking into homes. Oh, fun. Uh, So FT Island, um, they got back to their group dorm once and found that fans had broken in, ransacked the entire place, stole items from each member, and then pooped on the floor. Yeah. I read that one today. I couldn't. Why? Psychosis. Like... Why? No one who does this is well. Like, this is cray. It doesn't in there. Yeah, go ahead. I'm trying to decide. Okay, I'm going to go with this one next because the last one is like something out of a horror movie. Oh, no. So uh, Dio, poor Dio from EXO, uh, a sassing fan, Nettison was selling underwear that she claimed was his. She said that she, quote, personally got it from their dorm Uh and it was extremely difficult to obtain claimed there if you didn't believe her that it was from dio there was hair on it you could dna test (laughs) dna test with a match against what i don't know i don't Uh. know but uh she also had socks she said she would move on to Sehun next. Oh, God. And that she couldn't get through XOM's security, but she would be back with more items. So don't oh fight over oh my it. God, oh, my God. That just reminded me of another XO incident, but I feel like you got to finish this break in tangent first. <laughs> oh, so upsetting. But also, like, what kind of security did XOM have that XOK didn't, where this bitch was able to break in? once steal shit and then was really confident that she'd be able to do it again i don't know i don't know last but not least straight out of a horror movie john young from oh my god i love this story john young from cm blue was in his room he was home alone in the dorm practicing the guitar getting really frustrated by the fact that whatever he was practicing just wasn't going well he 
did something to express his frustration and then suddenly heard giggles coming from behind the drawers. <laughs> so he opened the door and this girl ran out screaming, Opa, I listened well, and then ran out of the dorm. Oh, my God. So scary. So scary. That's so, so scary. scary. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate it. Um, What's the Axel story I made you think of? Um, I read a story that some Sasangs went so far as to shave their heads and dress like boys to go into the bathroom where poor Exo was trying to piss. And there's pictures. There's pictures, there's pictures of Lei coming out of a stall and literally being like, like he can't even get a foot out of the stall. And there are these two tiny girls with shaved heads in front of him trying to get it's their autograph. Awful. It's horrible. <laughs> like I don't even and like this the like serial killer esque gifts a lot like um Tekyon from two p.m. got a <sighs> letter written in menstrual blood that was quote sprinkled with pubes, <laughs> and uh, GD and Taeyong also got letters like with blood drips on them and pictures of where the girls had cut themselves like fucking horror bullshit oh i saw a really 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 upsetting picture of someone who had literally carved i heart exo into one no no it was really yeah see these people need hell yeah 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 poor big bang like they've had some fucked up shit too like g dragon had to go online and like on twitter publicly beg people to not go to his house Mm -hmm. because people would camp outside of his house and according to him scare his mother and sister when they were coming home so he was like please my mom and sister are getting scared when they come home please don't go to my house Another incident that had nothing to do with their home, uh, all of the members of Big Bang, they were like in their van trying to go home from some event and they got blocked in by four vehicles of Sasang fans. Oh my God, oh my God, right. And they like hostage made them take pictures Made with them, them take, but wouldn't let them go until they took pictures with all of them. Speaking of pictures, there's like a very famous picture of one of the guys from JYJ and if you just look at the picture, it's just like him at a table and there's like a waitress and she has like an art. She's like leaning in and they're like taking a picture and it just sort of looks like a normal picture. But if you look closer yes, in the background, in the background, like five heads deep, there are smashed against the windows, just like a horde of people, like a zombie movie, yes. like a horde of people Literally trying to the like. the entire window is filled with faces. It's freaky. Like they're standing on each other. Yeah. Like, just looking at him while he eats dinner. It's, oh, it's upsetting. The airport stuff makes me want to die. I don't know how anybody (sighs) does that. Some of the airport, like, some people are very respectful. Like, when Hyanna just recently traveled, I saw, like, a beautiful video of fans, like, waiting quietly, just, like, lining the walkway yes. and like giving her flowers and quietly saying I love you. Yes. Shiny fans are really good at being respectful. I saw one video of I wish I knew but you know I don't keep up with these things but at one of one recent BTS at the airport fans like made a like a an organized mm-hmm. parted aisle. aisle and they yeah. waited and tried to and it's like everyone tries so hard and then as soon as they pass then everybody like has to run after them it's I, I feel like I've seen shiny videos like that where yeah. everyone is as respectful as they possibly can be and then as until soon as the they're moment like they walk five by. feet away and then they're like okay I have to follow them now but 
But I also sometimes. watched a video today that I I wrote it down and I literally just wrote my stomach hurts because I watched this video of BTS uh, landing in Indonesia. The video is literally 16 minutes. I mean, excuse me, 16 seconds mm. long. And it's a uh, so like whatever members passing members passing there's a crowd and then Jungkook comes out and uh as soon as he walks by these fans this girl just like literally bear hugs him from the back and he's like kind of like dragging her along oh as he walks cuz he like doesn't stop walking but she's like hanging on and there's like a couple other fans that like grab onto him as well and then this one girl just bless her heart tears through the crowd screaming don't touch them don't touch them let them go and like rips the girls off of them where the fuck were bts's bodyguards at that time like why is this tiny girl fan the one that's tearing off the other fans i don't know but oh Oh, the airport that stuff really stresses me out so much gave because me, like a stomach ache and just like I felt claustrophobic and anxious and upset. Yeah, I don't. It's it's so terrible. And like I've I've heard people like just sort of kicking around the idea of like all the fan sites should band together and just fucking stop taking airport. Like we should all just like stop encouraging anyone being at the airport at all. Like, I agree. Every, like. Uh, we all love an airport look, like. But airports, but it's and just like airports are stressful enough. Yes, flying is stressful enough. The last thing I would want to see getting off the plane is a crowd full of people that makes it more difficult for me to leave the airport. Yes, like, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always nice when they can get people out of back door. Like I, uh-huh. I remember during the last EXO tour, the one that they did their little EXOmentary about. Mm-hmm. Um. That when they were in Mexico, there was like the fans were sad because they had all lined up. They had lined up very nice, and they They were were, like they had a very respectful plan. But the but they took them out the back door, Mm -hmm. like so no one even saw them. But I mean, that's what they should be doing. Like I agree. I honestly, I kind of can't. I mean, I don't know how much money anybody has, and you got to keep your overhead low. But the fact that they like put all of them on like commercial flights with other people, and they like why don't why doesn't BTS have a jet? Shouldn't they have a jet? I don't know. I don't. (laughs) I I don't know. I mean. I know, like, when SM flies their whole company out for something like SM Town, like, it's just one plane that has, like, everybody on it and probably nobody else. But maybe yeah, they don't, don't know. maybe they can't afford to have No, I guess jets. they can't I mean, afford it's, it. I mean, it's good for the environment. Like, don't yeah, buy no, don't private jets do it. or whatever. I'm but, just like, saying. It is really crazy to think that, like, a group that's as enormous as Big Bang or BTS, like, they're just flying on a regular plane. Yeah, with, the, with all the other... Like, I'm going to see them on my jet blue flight. I don't know. That seems weird. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I would like to take a slight detour to talk about anti-fans for a second. Okay. Like, just because... Um, maybe it's like slightly more under quote unquote understandable. No, not understandable. I don't know. I said at the beginning, I think Sasang fans are more understandable. That's true. Because they're at least doing it because they so supposedly love them so much. Yes. Okay. I guess I just like this one example that I wanted to bring up is fascinating to me. Maybe that's where I was getting like in the way that like talking about psychos breaking into people's houses makes me just feel sick. This is just like a weird psychology of fangirls and like why do people get obsessed with hating things? 
things instead. So I'm nervous. No, um, this is just like a big, it's a, it's a very famous K-pop incident that I feel like people have to like explain to new K-pop newbies. And I've been like waiting to talk about it for a while. Um, and this was the 2008 dream concert, black ocean scandal. So basically what happened is uh, during the Dream concert, which we've talked about before, it's like a massive concert where like all the hottest artists of the day mm-hmm. and all the fandoms sit in their respected like zones, uh, zones and they stay separate. And yeah. it's a it's a big deal. It's a concert that still happens today. Yes. It's just like a it's like a compilation show. But when girl uh, girls generation came on stage, they had only, they were still rookies. They like had not been around very long. Um, When they got on stage, everyone turned off their light sticks, stopped shaking their balloons and went dead silent Mm -hmm. while they performed. Um, And it was like a massive big deal. Um, I watched today an old Korean news report about this incident trying to figure out because nobody knew why it happened. Like, it seemed like this massive coordinated effort and, like, no one had I- any yeah. idea how it had ha- how it had gone down. What year was it? 2008. Okay. So it's not like we have no internet, but, like, I don't know. It was a different – it was a different K-pop world mm-hmm. for sure. But basically what happened is that it was kind of like a long time coming. Like, since Girls' Generation had debuted – Fans of TVXQ and Super Junior had sort of just been building up resentment for a while mm. um, because they were like the sort f- of the first girl group to be uh, able of- to compete with the same level. No, it of was. Success? I wish that's what it was. Oh, it was ooh. that they were the first girl group that SM had had in years and years and years. So. They had their TVXQ and their Super Junior, and then all of a sudden, these nine girls showed up, and they like knew their opas. And oh, they for the love of Christ. had yeah no, and so they all had like rapport, and some of them like spoke informally to members of Super Junior or whatever, or like, and so people just found them disrespectful and showy, Ugh, and literally like, just jealousy. Yeah, like that's so truly, truly, truly stupid. Oh, I hate but, women sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, I hate people. I'll, yeah. I'll rephrase No, that. that's fair. People I, suck. So this, like, resentment had been building up in these, like, TVXQ uh, uh, super junior circles mm-hmm. about this stuff. But from this news report that I watched today, it, like, like a – blob uh, avalanche something it just like spread so much farther than that and became a million other things so by the time that this dream concert came around it was just like they in this news report they like talked to all of these girls who are there and like the Korean media is really weird. Every like everyone gets an anim- anonymity, so like yeah. you could watch a report about like a murder, and literally everyone's faces is blurred, and you have no idea the name of the victim or the killer at all. Like they keep yeah. it; they don't have to tell you shit. So it's like chipmunk, blurry chipmunk girls like explaining mm. themselves. But basically, then everybody started hearing that like the girls' generation fans are crazy. Like they've they're beating people up. Like. There's or like they, you know, they've assaulted people or whatever. Then it just like starts murmuring through all of the fandoms that like girls generation is bad and their fans are evil and violent. And like we have to put a stop to them. Hmm. So in this weird, it just like makes its way through the line all day long at the dream concert that like we're all going to be silent when girls generation gets on the stage. 
So that's what happened. And another part of this that people forget because it like wasn't as big of a deal, but there were plenty of super junior fans who were very, very mad at their opas and they tore all their super junior banners while they were on stage, like loudly and like at that same concert. Yes. Tore all their super junior stuff up. Mad at them for being friends with girls generation. Yes, I think so. I think it was just like all they just like didn't like how they talked. But the funny thing is, is like in this news report, they like talk to fangirls after and they're like, we heard about this black ocean incident and all the fangirls are like, People were throwing rocks and cans like the girls generation fans were dragging people into dark corners and bathrooms and beating them up. And like I heard people were getting like sexually assaulted and like someone had a knife and someone broke their leg. And there were these stories, these insane stories of crazy things that had happened at the dream concert. And none of it was none of it had happened. Absolutely none of it. Like there was like the Uh. only thing that happened is that people turned their lights off. But it like worked its way through all the fandoms that like. Like, there was a brawl caused by Girls' Generation fans, and so they got protested because their fans were, like, beating people up and throwing rocks in the stadium, which isn't true. Like, it's really crazy. That's so crazy. I mean, it's a really nutty example of, like, group psychology, but it's also a really devastating example of the underlying misogyny that, like, women are raised with I feel like that everyone was so willing to hate this girl group purely for the reason that they were girls yes they are women who knew these boys like they worked together Uh and the only reason that they were hated is because they were women and that's so fucked up yeah it's really gross a lot of the girls like in the video like straight up were just saying like i don't like girl groups they're always like showing off and trying to like seduce people when their bodies they're disgusting like it's very strange i don't i don't like it i don't like it boo 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 indeed but yeah, I don't know. Anti fans, it seems like I was looking up to see like who has a lot of anti fans, like just curious. And it seems like the most popular people also have the most anti fans. Taeyon and Beckyon have a crazy amount of anti fans. Of course. Um, K- Kong Daniel from Wanna One, he's like the most famous person in the country. So he's also extremely hated by a lot of people who yeah. are like, why is he so such a show off? Like, hey, the rest of Wanna One works hard. Why do we like this guy? I hate this guy. Like, I don't know what it is that just it's like, like anti bandwagoners, I guess. I think so. Just like, a, this person's really loved. So I'm so going to hate, hate that them. person. So I hate them. Yeah, no, it's very, it's odd. But, um, Mm, upsetting. Poor Beckyon. Like I, I, we didn't mention this when we were just going through. Oh my the, god! But yeah, a group of his fans. I mean, he and like the rest of EXO went to his brother's wedding, and fans crashed his brother's wedding. Yeah, they stood on chairs in order to take pictures of them during the ceremony, and they rushed forward when the couple was trying to cut the cake so that they could ask the members for autographs. And the members being literal children at the time, there were still all 12 of them. Like oh Luhan was at this wedding. Oh just politely asked the fans to wait. Like, can you just wait until this cutting of the cake is over and then we'll give you autographs? And they refused. And they had to get, like, escorted away. It was the 
And that's the part that's crazy, too, is that, like, also there's so many – I saw, like, a couple uh, of examples where, like, the the anti-fan or the saucing, like, snapped because of, like – what they perceive to be an attitude problem. Like yes. there was a 17 one where, where they some bitch just like screamed Joshua. at Joshua. And then mm-hmm. when they like asked her why, she was like, he wasn't smiling. None of them were smiling. I bought so many albums. They need to smile at me. Yes. Like she whoa. was literally pissed. She threw her CD at him because she said he didn't smile enough at her. Yeah. Crazy. Super crazy. Crazy. But I don't, yeah, I don't know. And I don't understand why the what why don't the companies like do more yeah I, that is really shit. crazy that like these poor i mean these idols like don't ha- i mean they do have security but like they have bodyguards but clearly not enough is being done like at least public statement wise yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the companies don't come down hard enough on these and fans. I think it comes down to the companies because I have a thing written down because I wanted it as like a sort of glimmer of hope that at least on the law books like in 2011 a clause was added to South Korea's minor offenses offenses act aiming to protect idols from their sawsangs um uh, the same year, the government reportedly founded a center for celebrities to get counseling services to deal oh. with the psychological stress of this shit. Good. Um, and then the Minor Offenses Act was revised again in 2013 so that a conviction of stalking would uh, be a $72 fine, like 72 American dollars-ish, and increased dis- – but however – Increased concerns and a rising number of like victims of stalking. They updated the law in 2016 that the fine for stalking is now seventeen thousand dollars. Oh, that's and good. could lead to a two-year jail sentence. So they're at least like the the they're now putting the things in place that mm-hmm. if the companies would sack up and prosecute yeah. these people, then like they could be actually get punished the for this. The problem shit. is that a lot of times the companies themselves don't do it and like if repercussions do come to these fans, it's from the idol themselves. Like I mentioned this I think when we were railing against Cube that like Chanyol has sued two different people for writing shit about him on yeah. the internet. Like cuz I think they were they were saying crazy things about like his family yes. and it was like ultimately just emotionally stressful right so he sued them for slander or for libel or whichever whatever, it is. whatever the one it <laughs> whatever one it is and was able to shut them down and like get them kicked off and those fans had no sympathy from other fans but sm didn't do that for him like he had to take that yeah, upon yeah, yeah. himself so it's it needs to be an effort on the company's part to protect yeah. their own idols. Because I like I I don't I don't know if it even like means anything to these crazy people. But again, maybe it just like makes the less crazy person who's like, oh, maybe I want to go see them at the airport. Like, think twice about shit. Mm-hmm. But like, I hate seeing Chanyol literally just did it on Instagram like three weeks ago, posting a picture of a broken shoe of his like broken Gucci slippers or whatever, and he was like, don't fucking crowd me, like. Y'all broke my slipper. You were like, <laughs> do you cause danger to like everyone in the airport? Like, why are you, why does everyone act like this? No, it was like much nicer. But the point was I just know. basically like, hey, he y'all, got you swar- broke my shoe. Yeah, they swarmed him at the airport and someone stepped on his expensive flip flop and he broke it and he was pissed. Oh. 
But but like I, I read, didn't see that. I read like. a I like read something a statement from Top, a statement from G Dragon. Like it's weird when people have to be like, "Hey, please stop stalking me!" Like please stop doing. Like it's weird that they have to ask. Yeah, like they shouldn't have to ask. Like yeah, G Dragon shouldn't have to tweet out like, "Hey, can you please not stalk my house because my mom and my sister live there too?" Yeah, like what? Leave them alone. For it's, the love of God. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have much more to say about this, but it's, like, fucking depressing, and I wish that people didn't do it, and idols have to put up with enough. So, y'all, just, like, be nice. It, we're, it's all just music. We're yeah, like, trying to find. Uh, love them gently and kindly. <sighs> yeah. And respectfully. Yeah, and if you want to send them presents, don't send them your underwear. Don't send them your blood. Like, just Don't cool. send them bodily fluids. Yeah. That's, like, a pretty easy rule. Yeah. I think that's okay. There's that's a good rule. <laughs> don't take pe- pictures of people without asking. Don't sneak yeah. into places that isn't yours. Don't <laughs> invade a three foot bubble of purple personal space. Yeah. Don't mail bodily fluids. Uh huh. Don't go to people's homes. Right. And don't contact their family members. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think we could all try to do that. At those least. are reasonable things. Yeah. Like Ugh. I wouldn't want any of those things to happen to me. No. Hey, golden rule, guys. Yeah. Treat people like you want to be treated. Idols are humans, too. Uh, they sure are. And we love them, and we want them to we be We love treated, them from a respectable from distance. From a respect, yes, from a good distance. All right, we'll be right back with a random game. <laughs> okay, we're back. And I don't know what kind of, what what's in the thoughts of the random number generator anymore. I don't know what it wants me to know. I don't know, but I, I do think it's listening to us. I do I think so too. Because uh we talked about them last week, so but it picked G Idol yeah. or Idol or Idol. As, as we learned last week, they're actually pronounced Idol spelled G Idol. Um it is too bad that they didn't give it to us last week though. Like maybe number generator was feeling sleepy. Yeah. But maybe. um but yeah, so we got Idol. They are a what six member? Yes, six member group from Cube. Cube debuted in 2018 with the song uh, La Tata. And their names, I'll name them. Mm-hmm. We didn't do that last week. Their names are Mion, Mini, Sujin, Soyeon, Yuki, and Chuhua. Yeah, and uh, Mion has had. Dating rumors, and uh, so has Sujin. Yep. Exciting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, oh, we meant to talk. I meant to say it like an episode ago, and I totally forgot that uh, SM station thing that one of them is in. Oh, yeah. I never, I never, I said that I would say, but wow thing. There I, it is. I knew it started with a W. I, I, y'all have probably been waiting a whole week for me to say that. No, because it's probably out by now. So everybody like knows about it. But wow thing. Yes. So one of the members of, I'm just going to keep calling them G Idol because that's, that's how it's spelled. But so one of the members of G Idol is in a, uh, has an SM station collaboration with um, Sulgi from Red Velvet, um, a member of CLC. 
right? No, no, no. Chunga. Chunga. And a member of G Friend. Excuse me. Um, so these four ladies came out with a song called Wow Thing. Um, as we are recording this episode it's right now, out. the only thing that's out is like a very short clip of a dance practice. But it's great. The song is super catchy. The dance is really cool. And like it's a really powerhouse like foursome of ladies, which is very exciting. Um, so that's something G Idol related to look forward to or to keep an eye out for. Um, but other than that, as we said, last week they just recently debuted in uh, 2018 this yep. year and they have so far two singles mm-hmm. La Tata and Han yes have they released a full EP or is it just those I two I think songs? it's just those two singles okay um, but let me check there is a wiki for oh no 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 yeah I've listened to this album that's not true okay. there's six songs on their EP but I but Han was just a Okay, so La Tata comes with a uh, an EP called I Am. Yes. And it's a six-track EP, yes. and then they followed it with the single of Han. Yes. Um, we talked about right. this last week a little bit. They did have, like, pretty instant success. They peaked – they debuted high on the Gone chart and on the Billboard World Music chart. Um, and they have currently a total of five music show trophies, three for their debut single, La Tata, and two for Han. Yes. Um, so we are going to watch their most popular music video, which is, is... – La Tata. La Tata. Not surprising. I mean, they only have two. So. Yeah, but 65 mil four months ago, that's, that's not that's, nothing. And I saw um, way back, flashback to music video episode trivia, both of their videos were Zany Bros to, oh, like, nice. directed. So that's that. Um, all right, let's hit up with the full version of uh, La Tata. So part of this music video takes place in like a warehouse, right? Because they have kind of an edgier. It looks vibe. like the same warehouse that CLC was in. For yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> There's only so many warehouses. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this does remind me of that CLC comeback. Like yeah. I feel Hyuna in this. I, there's no proof of it, but like she's all she's everywhere. But like because they, they're all dressed so differently. Yeah, they really one's don't have like preppy. One is like one's like, wearing like all red and fishnets. They have like really weird pattern. And that same black pink way of like none of the clothes mm-hmm. seem to work in any way <laughs> like yeah but then these outfits I are love at least the same like peachy color but they're also very weird mm-hmm. yeah weird a lot like strings, shapes a lot of and like fringe. multiple fabrics yes but they're all the same color okay they have lollipops this video like doesn't really have a plot really it's mostly just like them dancing in different places they're in like a bazaar of some kind and they have lollipops but yeah it does have kind of a middle eastern vibe like a few of them have henna on their arms and they're kind of in like a bazaar with like a lot of tapestries and fabrics behind them now they're just having teen fun in a shopping cart the choreography for this dance isn't featured enough in this music video, but is really cool. It's one of my favorite songs that I've learned this year. I love doing this dance. It's great. And this song is so interesting. Like, melodically, it doesn't sound like anything else. Yeah. 
I felt the same way about Han. Like the first time I heard it, I was like, I've literally never heard a song that sounds like mm-hmm. this. And it like took a minute to grow on me because of it. But I think they're kind of genius. Yeah. Okay, now they're like playing golf video games and, and video games. This is very strange because yeah, it like started out like a certain aesthetic, and now it's gotten kind of playful in uh-huh. a way that I don't know what to do with. This is my favorite part of the, the melody. Killing point. Yeah, and they go through like a lot of different outfits in this video, but it's just like inexplicable locations. Yeah. But I don't know, they look real pretty and real cool. They're I don't love the henna on their hands. It feels a little cultural appropriation. And to it's me. black. Yeah, and it's so black. it like looks, so it looks wrong. like tattoos. I love them. That. That's yeah. one of my favorite moves in the whole song. It's silly. Oh, yeah. Good job, She's ladies. a star. Oh, my God, her hat's on fire. <laughs> but it's obviously fake CGI fire because she, she was really standing there. And when they do stunt fire, like, you can't fuck around with that stuff. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I love I, – I'm excited for G-Idol. I'm, like, sad that, like, because it's Cube, it means if G-Idol succeeds, CLC can't because, I guess, you can I only know. have one fucking girl group at a time. But I uh, like that's them, That's, like, so. a pattern of all companies, not just Cube, even though Cube is the worst. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, they're cool, and that girl in the middle, I think, like, what is her name? Sue? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, she shit. is kind of a Hwasa vibe. To she me. looks like CL, and she's a star, mm-hmm. and I can just tell right now. Yeah, she's, she's a star. Incredible. She's incredible. Um, yeah, so that's Gietel. They're great. Um, recommendations for this week. Uh, truth be told, we just recorded a whole bunch of episodes in a row, so my brain is broken, and all I can think about is God 7. Go so, for it. That's That can be your recommendation because I thought of something else. Oh, you thought of something else? But I'll recommend on Angelica's behalf the Spanish version of Lullaby. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Ugh, that w- I mean, that can be my recommendation. I don't mind. You can no, recommend the Korean you, version and I can recommend do whatever the Spanish version. <laughs> Just, I mean, it, it's now it's now like been a week or two. So you've all, I hope you've yeah. all seen it by now. But God7 has a new album out. It's called Present You. And it has solo tracks from all of the members and a song called Love. Lullaby, which is in four languages, English, Mandarin, Spanish, and Korean. Do they can, did and they come out with a Mandarin version and an English version, or does it just include both of those languages? Like all, in, it's all there. There's they like, have literally four Engl- different yeah. versions of it? Wow. I'm going to check. I'm, I, there might be five. I thought it was four. But they put out so many versions of Lullaby. Well, it's Eng- an English, Chinese, English, Chinese, Spanish, Korean. Yeah, there's okay. a version of each. Um, well, it's a fantastic song. It's a really cool dance. Their stages are really good. Yes. And like, honestly, the Spanish version, listening to it, like brought tears to my eyes. I don't know why, but it was just really good. Like yeah. it was really cool. 
to like have them do a Spanish version because K-pop is really, really popular in Latin America. The boys' accents are pretty good. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, it was neat. Yeah. Plus it was a fun change of pace for me to actually be able to understand what yeah, the song was right? about. That's that was fun. <laughs> um, but like they all look stupid hot. They're Ugh. like hot pastel boyfriends. Um, I've, I, I've gotten in Helicon Train Agassé. It's really nice. I cannot <laughs> believe that JB made me love a mullet. Like, I, I really didn't think it was ever going to be possible for I me know. to be attracted to a man in a mullet. But he's so hot. Yeah. But why didn't I notice that before when he know. was mulletless? I don't know. You just weren't looking hard. I enough. wasn't looking. Your heart wasn't paying attention. Open. But it's really good. I, I I stand by the music video and all the stages. Um, I'm sure maybe by now there's another fun dance practice out. But at this moment, there's they have one, a boyfriend a version. Have you watched? Oh it? God, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. I saw it today, and I literally yeah. was like, I can't handle that right I now. <laughs> I have a hard time with the boyfriend version. They're really but, hard to watch. Oh, and now that I know all of their no. names and faces, I am afraid. Oh no. Okay. Oh. I got to watch that now. We'll watch um, it right now. Okay, great. Uh, did you ha- want to do another rec or do you want to just tag team? Um, I can, let's ta- well, let's tag team this recommendation. Have you recommended this yet? Um, I played it on the show when my coworkers were on. Oh, okay. But I haven't like recommended it separately. But We could have recommended this for the um, the girl group one. That's true. That we did. Uh, did we even do recommendations for that episode? Yes, we did. I can't even remember now. But anyway, um, I want to recommend Priston V's Get It. Uh, this is a subunit of Priston, and the song is different from Priston's vibe, I think, but a little. It's really cool. It's like a really catchy vibe and the or a really catchy song, and the choreography to it is awesome. Yes, it's super awesome. Yeah. We have to like convince I we got a tag yeah, yeah, team yeah. Uno and the messages get her to do that one. It mm-hmm. would be great. Okay. That would be a fun song. Um, yeah. So that's it for this week. And uh, as always, if you want to chat with us, we love to talk to you guys. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at AMAKpopPod. Um, if you want to send an email, AMAKpopPod at gmail.com. There's a bunch of links and stuff at AMAKpopPod.tumblr.com, as well as playlists and podcast episodes on Ask Me About K-Pop, the podcast on YouTube. YouTube. Yay. And rate and review and subscribe and tell your friends and all those things. Uh, we love y'all a bunch and we'll talk to you another day. Bye. 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 Chongyun, you're our inspiration. Bye.